Hello. You are about to travel through the sixth dimension. In its fullness exists cinema entertainment that creates many forms, all while maintaining the same purpose, to tell and explore magnificent stories of the burden of existence. This is a dimension of imagination. Your hosts, Adam and Bailey, will do their best to guide you through vast perspectives in cinema that create new dimensions for all to admire. Welcome to AB Cinema. Hello and welcome to AB Cinema. I'm your host, Bailey, and today is Thursday, October 27th. So today I want to start off by just giving you guys a little heads up of certain things that are coming out onto streaming. I know there's a lot that's been on TV the last couple of weeks with House of the Dragon and Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, Andor, and we're getting even more Star Wars and more stuff from Netflix. So just hang in there. Let us know what you guys are watching, what you guys are interested in seeing. Some of the stuff that came out this week or is coming out this week. Star Wars Tales of the Jedi, which follows the origins of Ahsoka, as well as um, some history to Count Dooku as a Jedi, which is pretty exciting. And then we got the Andor Episode 8 premiere, which I still have not seen, and I'm hopeful that I'll be able to see that today. And then we have the Peripheral. I believe this is the third episode from the Amazon Prime series, which comes out tomorrow. And then also coming out tomorrow on Netflix is All Quiet on the Western Front, as well as Wendell and Wild, which is an animated movie. I believe it's from the same director who did Coraline, so that's pretty cool if we're fans of Coraline. Um, but then we also got on Wednesday the release of The Good Nurse, and that stars Eddie Redmayne and I'm blinking on her name. Jessica Chastain, and those two are, they look, this movie looks like a powerhouse of a movie, and I will not be surprised if it's up for awards, depending on how it goes. I was very impressed with the trailer, and I'm very excited to watch this movie sometime this week. But let's move on to some of the biggest announcements and news that came out this week. I know I'm a little late to the party, but I I knocked out when I came home from work yesterday or two days ago, and so I forgot to record an episode for you guys. But the biggest piece of news that came out a couple days ago is that DC Films is now becoming DC Studios. They've renowned, re renamed the DCEU as the DCU. And they also announced the co-chairs or the co-heads of DC Studios. And those heads are James Gunn, the director of and writer of the Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy, the Suicide Squad, as well as the Peacemaker show. And then their other head is Peter Safran, who is known for producing DC films as well as horror films like Annabelle, Annabelle the Conjuring. And some of his DC films that he has produced are Aquaman and the Suicide Squad. So, a little bit about what their roles will be is, first of all, they signed a four-year contract, which begins November 1st, 2022. And James Gunn still has work to do with Marvel, 
up until May of 2023. And so he'll kind of be going back and forth with the editing room and getting that film finalized, if it isn't already, um, and just getting that ready before he starts completely um, devoted to DC. They are going to... This four-year contract begins on November 1st, which is next Tuesday, and they will head DC Studios' film, television, and animation departments, which is probably one of the more successful departments that DC has had. So hopefully they can bring the miracle of their animation department over into the likes of their film and television department. They will report to Zaslav the same way that Feige reports to Chapek at Disney and Marvel. So that's the biggest news, and they are not going to oversee movies like Joker 2 or the, Re- the Matt Reeves Batverse, which the Batman came out earlier this year, and you can listen to our review of that. It's pretty lengthy, but seems to be our most popular podcast that we've done. So a little bit of the news that came with this, not necessarily all pertaining to the rebranding of DC Studios, um, the Batman 2 is coming to theaters in 2025 or later. Now, this may come as bad news to some people who were fans of the Batman movie, but I also want to point out that the studio is taking their time to get things right. I imagine we're not going to get any DC movies in 2024 unless it's the Joker Folia Du movie or... I believe we we may be getting some DC shows in the likes of the Penguin series or the Arkham series, which I am about to talk about. But before I do, I just want to say they're taking their sweet time, and they need to. Batman is a very influential character and one that fans really care about. I think Matt Reeves did a good job at giving fans a different take on the Batman character while still respecting what has come in prior years and i hope that matt reeves will deliver something absolutely phenomenal for audiences in 2025 or 2026 so moving on the batman spinoff arkham asylum landed its creator its showrunner and director not its creator but it did find its creator in antonio campos who is the creator of The Staircase, which is a docu-crime, not docu-crime, it's a crime biopic, I, I don't know, it's a retelling of a crime a story, it's, I don't, I've never seen it, I have no opinion on it, so I have no idea if it's actually a good show or not, but if you've seen it, let me know, let me know your thoughts on it, I'd like to know if this is a show that I should watch, and Try to watch on top of the 10 other shows that I'm trying to get through right now. And then we have the Green Lantern series, which has seemed to be in development for quite some time, as this was announced in, I believe, 2017. And the Green Lantern series is being redeveloped to follow Jon Stewart, a more popular Green Lantern than... Well, I won't say a more popular Green Lantern. I would say... Amongst fans, there is a, a heavy debate that Jon Stewart is probably the most popular Green Lantern. But the characters that the Green Lantern series was originally going to follow 
are Guy Gardner and Alan Scott, and they have been cast, but it looks like those characters will not even be appearing in the show. And it will still focus on Green Lantern, and there's a chance that they still might show up, but in a smaller capacity than being the leads of the show. And when Walter Hamada exited the series, or not the series, when Walter Hamada exited DC Studios, then the writer's room was like, okay, we're going to reevaluate what we were doing because the, the, essentially, John Stewart, the character of John Stewart was off limits to the writers of the Green Lantern show. So hopefully this will be, this is good news for Green Lantern fans. I'm not expecting the show to come out anytime soon, and honestly, it probably won't come out for probably until the time Batman 2 comes out. But we'll just have to wait and see. Anyway, that wraps up all of our DC news. I know. I probably made you think that I was ending the podcast, and you were probably grateful for that as it's short so far. But there is still quite a bit that we have to go over. I'll try to get through it as quickly as I can. Ted Lasso's mommy has been cast and will be played by Becky Ann Baker, who was in the show Freaks and Geeks. My thoughts on this is it's interesting that they're bringing in his mom. And I say that because I feel like in the last season of Ted Lasso, he started to deal with his anxiety and start to come to terms with who he is and why he's dealing with what he's dealing and i i'm excited to see what comes for the next season they didn't give her a name although she's probably known as mrs lasso but i'm very excited to see if he gets if he got his positive outlook on life from her or if he needs to do some retrospective thinking and into his childhood and how he was brought up and see if that has anything to do with his anxieties. But it will be very exciting to see what happens this next season. There's still no release date, no trailers, so I don't know if we'll be getting it by the end of the year, but maybe we'll be in for a Christmas surprise and Apple TV Plus will will gift the subscribers or the streamers i guess of their network so hopefully ted lasso season three is good it should be coming out in the next six months hopefully fingers crossed but let's move over to the marvel universe marvel's guardians of the galaxy holiday special trailer released two days ago giving us a look at swole groot who looked hilarious a sad Peter Quill who is mourning the loss of Yondu as well as, actually not Yondu, he's just, he's always going to be sad about that, but mourning the loss of Gamora and not knowing where she is. We also got our first look at Cosmo the dog, and this is the, not our first look technically, but our first look at Cosmo the dog in the team of Guardians of the Galaxy. And then we also got a look at Nebula Kraglin with Yondu's fin uh, that controls the arrows. And this is going to be a very interesting show because it is going to be following the adventures of Mantis and Drax, it seems like. And we also got our first look at a brand new character, 
made specifically for the MCU. And his name is Kevin Bacon. Yes, he is the legendary warrior from planet Earth that Peter Quill loves talking about. And it's so exciting to see him finally come to fruition, to see this character exist. So I'm very excited to see Kevin Bacon. Um, The one thing that is confusing fans on the internet about this project, though, is the inclusion of Michael Rooker, who played Yondu Udanta in the first two Guardians of the Galaxy movies. He is in the cast, and it looks like we may either get flashbacks or a dream sequence of Star-Lord and Yondu. So there may be a chance that we see a young version of Star-Lord in this show. And so I'm very excited to see it, especially after the success that they had with Werewolf by Night. And we know that Marvel Studios is going to continue to take more risks with with these special presentations, with the ideas and rumors that Nova and Silver Surfer will be getting their own specials as well. So I'm very excited to see this. It looks like it's just going to be a really fun time, a really cheesy, enjoyable 50 minutes that we can just take our minds out of the world this holiday season and to just enjoy the time we have with our family. And I'm very excited to see what comes of this show. I, I'm, it's just going to be really good, and I can't wait for it. In another world in Wakanda, set on planet Earth, <laughs> in a fictional country. Black Panther Wakanda Forever premiered last night, and you can probably expect to have already seen social media reactions. I'm not covering them right now because I actually blocked all social media tags of Black Panther and all of the characters that are going to be in the movie because I just don't want any spoilers. And hopefully YouTube doesn't pop up with any thumbnails that are spoiler heavy like black adam did with their credit scene but i may be covering those depending on what the reaction is i'm expecting this movie to be a home run and i'm also expecting it to be heartbreaking and another bit of news regarding black panther wakanda forever we're gonna get our first single from the album releasing this friday and it's going to be titled lift me up by rihanna and she explained the inspiration for this song and it sounds like if this song is any indication as to what we're expecting in the movie it's going to be very emotional but the song lift me up the inspiration came through the idea of talking to her loved ones that have already passed on and what she would say to them if she had the chance to talk to them again And so it's going to be really interesting to see this song and to see the theories that come out of it. And I know that it's cheesy to think that there's going to be a theory that comes out about this song and what it means for the movie. But honestly, I think it's just going to be an emotional journey for fans of the Black Panther and Chadwick Boseman. I'm very excited to see his legacy live on through this franchise. And I hope that Black Panther Wakanda Forever, and whatever the sequel to Black Panther is, really delivers on that. And I'm very excited to see what Marvel has in stores, in store for us. That wraps up our news for today. I hope you all had an enjoyable time listening to this episode. Thank you all for tuning in. And make sure to follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd. Or you can email us at abcinema 
www.pod at gmail.com. Thank you all for tuning in, and as always, keep watching movies.